Today we're actually going to be looking at the church as a body um, a little bit, just for a short time. So kids, what do you think is important about a body? Do you think it should look like that? Why not? It needs to be the correct thing. So everything needs to be in the right place. Is that what we need? Why? What happens if it's not in the right place? Why? Why can't I have a foot on my head? You can't walk. You need your foot for walking. Oh, why can't I have my mouth on the bottom of my foot? Be eating dirt. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Put your foot in your mouth. That's exactly right. Okay, guys, thanks for helping me. You can go back now and colour in and stuff. But this is a really good lesson we're going to teach the parents with this. Okay. Now I'm far back, aren't I? We've been looking at uh, up in and out as a church. We've really concentrated on up at the moment um, about our relationship with God. And we're going to start to move now into working about our relationships with each other because this is one of the parts of the triangle. We've got our up, in and out. So up with God, in with each other as Christians and out with those that are around us. And it's actually more important than we think, our relationship with each other. This is actually vital to the health of the church, how we get along with each other, but also how we take our part in what God has for us. Now, it was interesting that Mitch talked a little bit about that today, about the body, and he he read out um, from Ephesians 4, I think it was Ephesians 4 you read, wasn't it, Mitch? Yeah. And I haven't talked with Mitch, but it talks about the body, how it's meant to be that one part. I'm just going to read that for you, and then we'll read another couple of little passages about it. We don't have too long. But what I want to do is just really get that point across to start with today, the importance of being in a body, because it's very easy to neglect the body. And yet we see something that children can understand very easily, that each part of the body needs to be in the right place for the body to function correctly, okay? So we know that the body can function without certain parts. We we can see that with people, you know. You could lose a leg and you can still function. You can um, do other things. But there's a fullness that is never, ever reached if each member of the body isn't in the right place. Okay, well, let's read Ephesians firstly. Ephesians 4, verse 11. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come into such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son, that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. 
Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body, of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow. So the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Interesting picture there that we get of the body of Christ. I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 12 now. 1 Corinthians 12, starting at verse 12. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles, some are slaves, some are free. But we've all been baptised into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. If the foot says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. If the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not an eye, that would, make, would that make it any less part of a body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary and the parts we regard as less honourable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen while the more honourable parts do require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honour and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. If one part is honoured, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. I just wanted to just highlight a couple of things here. We are Christ's body, number one. This is going to be pretty simple today. The Bible clearly says that each and every one of us is a part of Christ's body. There is not one of us here that is not necessary for the growth of the body, for the body to function exactly how it's meant to function. So really, such a simple message this morning is this. Are you actually actually functioning where you're meant to function? Are you placed in the body where you're meant to be placed? As Alison began to talk this morning about that relationship with God, and how the curtain has been opened and it's about getting into his presence, this is a key for us to find out who we are meant to be, where we are meant to be in Christ. Because it is Christ's body and he is the one who forms it. It grows in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. He is the one who makes the body fit together, it says in Ephesians, perfectly as each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Can we hear what this is saying this morning? I just want to challenge us as a church to just start to look at this because as we start going into this in relationship that we're meant to have, we can think of in relationship as my social life with my Christian brothers and sisters. How is it that I get along with them? Am am I, you know, being friendly to them? Am I having cups of tea with them? 
what is it that I'm doing? And that is part of what God calls us to be. But there is a greater depth of in that Christ is calling us to and that in is actually being united together as a body, fitting in where we're meant to fit. It's very easy to just pass the buck in in many ways and say, well, it's somebody else's job. You know, as you read through that Corinthians passage, it's like this. You know, well, I'm not an evangelist. So I don't think I should belong to this body. I'm not hospitable. That's not a gift that I have, so maybe the body doesn't need me. This is something that is really important for us to understand, that it is us together that make the body. It is not each of us is a body. The Bible says clearly that we are each members of the body. And that one body is meant to be together. Now, I don't know about you, but I really want to please Jesus. I really want it to be that this church is a body that is healthy and growing. I really want it to be that this body is vital to the community because it brings life and hope to people. And there is no greater call on this earth than to live for Christ and to be part of his body. There's nothing greater If we get the chance, we'll look at another passage about that. If not this week, we'll look at it later. But there is no greater call that you have in life than to be called into his body, his church, to be called part of his body. Now, in order for us to grow, what does the Bible say we need to do? It says this, each part needs to do its own special work. And as we start to think about Christianity, it's just not about you. It's really not about you. When we start to look at the gifts and things that God has given us, it's not about you. You see, a gift that I have, or and we can look at this in two ways, but if I've got a gift, I did nothing to get it. If I give Karen something right now, maybe a, um, a Ferrari, because i got one at the back. <laughs> Bob wants to borrow it. But if Karen goes around saying, this is my gift, I'm so amazing, look at me, I'm amazing, it, it actually isn't to do with her. It's about the one who gave her the gift. That is the one who has the power to give and actually to take away. And so whatever God has for you is a gift to the body. It is actually not for you, it is for other people. A gift, what is it? Who has the gift? If I give Karen a car, who has the gift? She has it. But sometimes we look at things like, oh, you know, they've got the gift of healing, they're so amazing. Well, actually, they don't have the gift of healing if they pray for someone else and they're healed. Who has the gift? Who's being given that gift? And I feel like God wants to call us into a deeper understanding that you are important to the health of this body. 
that each and every person here is actually vital to the growing of this body and it also means the whole church. Understand that. But what I don't want it to become is this, that, that we start to think, well, it's all about church, what we think in our mind that church is this building, this gathering together on Sunday. Now, in this body on a Sunday, there are people with certain gifts that God uses. But if we start to narrow it down to a Sunday service, we are going to miss everything that God has for us in this community. And learning to work where we are is really important. What are some of the gifts that God talks about? Hospitality, giving, um, service, tongues, healing, miracles, words of knowledge, words of wisdom. There's a whole raft of things and I don't think that the Bible necessarily lists them all. Each of us have our own special gift. That is from God. We each have talents that are meant to be used by God. The whole point of Sunday church and us coming together as a body is actually that there are certain people that maybe God has called to positions that are hopefully to equip us for the work of the ministry. They are not there to do the ministry. They are there to equip the saints for the work of the ministry and that is why it's important that that we start to get that mindset. You are important to this body. When you are absent, when you decide that I don't need to be part of this body, they don't need me, you are robbing not only yourself of blessing, but you are robbing someone else of the blessing that God wants to give them through you. And to actually get the understanding that I am not my own anymore is probably the first thing we need to get. The Bible says you do not belong to yourself because you have been bought with a price. That price was the blood of Jesus Christ. And it is no good for the church to to think that it's acceptable to be consumers, to be people that are just taking to be people that are just attending and not being part of the body that God is asking them to be part of. And this is, this is actually wonderful, yet at the same time very confronting to think that. Because in our society it tends to be that I will do what's good for me. What is it that I need? There there are Christians that will shop around looking for this perfect church, this church that has the right songs, the right amount of spiritual gifts, the right amount of friendliness, the right amount of parking, the right amount of children ministry. Everything on their little checklist that they want in a church. And they're looking for this perfect place that never exists. Yet, it is a place that we can grow into, a place where God moves and uses people as we decide we are going to submit to Christ and actually begin to seek him. Because who fits the body together? Jesus Christ. The first step is this, that up relationship. 
Who here seeks God? You don't need to put your hand up. Who here actually is seeking God daily? As was put so nicely by Alison. It says, God, where do I belong here? What is it that I'm meant to be doing? I know there's a lot of people that do that. But I tell you what, if we want this body to grow the way it's meant to grow, it means that everybody has to actually be who they're meant to be. It might not be big, but it's got to be who God's called you to be. That's all we've got time for, folks. And that's just a start. What I'm hoping is, as we start to look at this in relationship, that we are going to come together and find more of who we're meant to be. Who am I meant to be? How am I meant to be fitted into this body? What are my gifts? We want to look at those things. What are my gifts? And how can I contribute to the health of this place? Because God has a special work for not just one person here but everybody. And we want to make sure that we are being honourable to Christ and how we build his body, the church.